welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group Podcast. I'm Chris, and my hope is with this podcast is to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with the issue of neuropathy. Monday. Before we get started with the show, here's your privacy and medical disclaimer. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have any medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Hello and happy Monday. I hope everyone's doing great and I'd like to welcome you to this podcast. Well, I'm going to do a couple things a little differently uh, before I get to my CBV oil review. But there was a couple um, postings on uh, Facebook this week, and they're kind of like a story itself, but I really wanted to dwell into those two postings on Facebook because those relate a lot to me and probably relate a lot to you out there and the problems that we deal with with neuropathy. Uh, Let me go ahead and get to the first one here. I'm really feeling for the younger people in the group. I'm 57 now, but I've had problems since 21. It's heartbreaking for me to read that clinicians appear to be in disbelief that someone young and thin are still going through the same things which I did. Obviously, now I'm older, so the reasons degeneration, exactly same pain as before, and silence when I say it. I was hoping that doctors would learn, but obviously a new set of doctors. I'm desperate to write a book or this will carry on forever. Recently, a person put that some people didn't believe her pain. I'm sure everyone on here believes you. How can we try to break down this barrier or stigma for definitely to make medical professionals see how how we feel. They always seem to be involved in literature, which has people in persistent pain saying acceptance is the answer and we need to educate the public about how pain works. Nervous system, reason gone, but it continues. It's like emperor's new clothes to me. And then it goes on to say, if they can't do their job, don't let them guilt trip you. Keep fighting, keep writing. Your pain is real. I definitely agree with that. Thank you for posting that on Facebook. I definitely um, relate to it is because every time I go in, which I'm going in next Monday, to my pain doctor, they ask the same questions. How does your pain feel right now? Between 1 and 10. And it doesn't matter. You can tell them 10 and nothing will change. They'll write it down, but they won't do anything more than that and give you other options to where maybe they can help you with the issues that you're having. So it's a no-win situation, and it can be very, very frustrating. Here's another one. 
Have you tried compression sleeves? I have neuropathy. I wear these sleeves at night as my ankles and feet are so painful and swell up overnight. So here's another one I found. Does anybody use compression sleeves? I have neuropathy. I wear these sleeves at night as my ankles and feet are so painful and swell up. I would say they definitely help and provide some degree of comfort and relief, at least for me. I would say they're well worth it. So I wear compression sleeves. I put them on my legs. I also have them on my hands to my arms. And on top of that, now that I found out I have tendonitis, I wear the braces for that particular issue. So I have found that they definitely, definitely work in all aspects, wherever I have them. It really helps mask the pain and it does give me relief to where I'm able to carry on during the day. So if you have that opportunity to get some, you can buy them right at the uh, pharmacy, go, go for it. You're going to find some difference there. So this next question I found very interesting because I never really thought about it. But is Coke Zero good for type 2 uh, patients with diabetes? Looking it up on Google, I found that it says Coke Zero is sugar-free. However, the sugar substitutes it contains may not necessarily be a healthier option for people to reduce their risks of diabetes. A 14-year study in 66,118 women observed an association between drinking artificially sweetened beverages and an increased risk of type 2 diabetes. So that pretty much says no, but what I'm going to do too is check into uh, Sprite because that's the only one that I drink. So Sprite says the same thing, that you really shouldn't be drinking it. But um, what I did look up is what can you drink besides water when you have diabetes? And get loaded of some of these, chocolate milk, lemonade, a fruit smoothie, sweet tea, hot chocolate, ginger ale, orange juice, apple cider, coffee and mocha, chai, uh, chai tea, and energy drinks. I know those energy drinks have more salt than they do um, any type of sugar, but that's, that's crazy and that's amazing also at the same time. So before I get to my uh, last question here, before the review, I wanted to say that one of the other main reasons why I'm uh, doing this podcast is that I found when I looked at podcasts from others is that they'll only do about 10 episodes and then that's it. They don't talk about it anymore which I feel needs to be talked about every single day. So then that way people understand what we're going through and to not judge us so much as they do, especially when we uh, fall down or have issues, you know, that we can't go and do something like everyone else does. So that brings me up to uh, one question here. I forgot I passed over, but it says, I've been accused of making it up for a while. The other day I collapsed trying to get up the stairs and landed on my face and my coffee poured all over my face. I cried for a second, stood up, and went back to work. Every one of these moments is a tiny miracle to me that I am still maintaining. I'm switching insurance companies to find better doctors, and I'm wondering if Medicaid has been part of my problem in giving adequate treatment, not just pills and false diagnosis. 
Now, I don't know too much about Medicaid because I have Medi-Cal and Medicare, uh, but I haven't had that many issues in regards to trying to find a doctor that can take care of me and give me the correct um, diagnosis. But I do understand in regards to you falling down. In fact, uh, about two weeks ago, I fell down here in the house. Uh, just lifting up a chair because sometimes I don't know when my legs are going to get out or not. But I fell down and I messed up my knee pretty good. But, you know, it, it's going to happen, unfortunately. And even though those little things happen like that, you know, they're still not going to be um, thinking that there's actually something wrong with you. That maybe it's just your age. But I'm here to say that it definitely isn't. So just keep going on. There's all of us that are out there that you can always reach out to on our uh, Facebook pages. And hopefully we can give you some idea of what we do and, and ways that we can help you. Okay, so here is the last uh, question I have for you. And I forgot to make that announcement, but I'm making that announcement now. That April 20th was... Happy National 420 Day. And for those that know what that means, is Marijuana Pot Day. So let me uh, read a little background of where all this came up from, this name and day. So for those that want to know, 420, as the name implies, is celebrated on April 20th. It is an international celebration during which people come together to consume cannabis and advocate for its legalization. One popular rumor regarding the history of this day is that 420 is the code police officers use to signal to each other that marijuana smoking is taking place. Another theory tries to attribute the date to Bob Dylan's song, Rainy Day Women. So the code goes 12 and 35, 12 multiplied by 35 equals 420. And this song contains lyrics, everybody must get stoned, thereby linking 420 and marijuana. Furthermore, this song came out in 1966, which is the first known usage of 420, predating the infamous concert flyers at a Grateful Dead concert. So you learn something new every single day. Wow. All right, so we've come to that time where we uh, discuss what took place when I took this CBD oil started last Monday and I just finished so let's get into this first you need to know that um, this oil CBD oil comes in four different versions and I'll explain them to you here in a second but one is 30 to 1 which is the one I did one is 1 to 1 one is 1 to 3 and one is 1 to 30 so you're getting a like if we talk about the one I did, 30 to 1, that's 30 CBD to 1 THC. So finding the right ratio for you is very important. Everyone is different, so finding the right ratio is unique to their needs. Anything with a high THC ratio with little or no CBD can be intoxicating and provide relief from discomfort. Low to THC and high CBD can provide relief from normal inflammation with little to no psychoactivity. So let's first talk about what is a high THC dosing ratio. 
A high THC ratio with little or no CBD can be very psychoactive and provide a powerful elevated effect. A topical application, however, will not result in a high. These ratios are preferred primarily by recreational users, although it can also be used to help with anxiety, mood improvement, and help with nausea and vomiting. It also goes on to talk about the different uh, lotions or creams that you can use also, which I'll be getting into for my next review. But uh, let's go on here. What is the high CBD dosing ratio? Low to THC and high CBD mixtures, as well as mixtures that include THCA, will provide the relief and swelling reaction without much psychoactivity, if any. These ratios are of most use to those who wish to use cannabis medically or, and for pain relief, relaxation, and wellness without psychoactive effects. One thing you want to do remember is that everybody is different from the next person. So finding the right ratio is unique to your needs. So what I did when I took the cannabis oil, I started out at the lowest recommendation, which is 0.25, and then it goes up to 0.50, and then it goes full dosage. And again, that's an eyedropper that comes in the bottle. So let's get into the characteristics of both. Because hemp seed oil and CBD oil are very different products. CBD oil uses the stalks, leaves, and flowers of the hemp plant in its production. These contain higher concentrations of CBD, which is a compound with numerous potential health benefits. Meanwhile, hemp seed oil comes from the seeds of the cannabis plant. The seeds do not contain CBD, but they do have a rich profile of nutrients, fatty acids, and useful bioactive compounds that can also have health benefits. So I might have said this in my hemp seed oil review, but Hemp seed oil also has several possible benefits, including relieving constipation, providing health benefits, modifying the immune system, and improving uh, skin conditions. And CBD oil is good for pain and inflammation, anxiety and depression, addiction management, also skin conditions, and neurodegenerative conditions. And this information I'm uh, quoting today comes from Medical News Today. Also, if you want to look for uh, more information, you could go to Nourish, which is by WebMD, and that's where it talks about hemp seed oil. So here's my thoughts on the CBD oil. Um, again, it has a real nasty taste to it, and it's hard to hold it down. But, you know, when you stick it under your tongue, it actually, um, you know, evaporates or, you know, goes away real quick. So you don't really have to wait the whole 90 seconds because for me, it was already gone by then. But this one was supposed to give me a whole body relief. Um, I wasn't satisfied, pay the truth. It didn't do much for me. I mean, I did feel a little difference, but nothing to where, you know, I'm going to, I felt high or anything like that. Um, I still had some triggers sometimes of pain, but... It didn't do that well for me. I mean, I think the best that that helped me out was the hemp oil. But again, you know, you, you, you have to try these things out yourself and see which one works for you. 
I'm glad that uh, I could give you a review on both of those products so you can uh, see you know how those products affected me when I took them again always keep in mind I am NOT a doctor so these things are something that you need to talk with your doctor about or you need to test them out like I did so I hope I didn't miss anything if I come up and remember something else about these uh, two products I'll let you know next Monday so the product that I'm going to be trying out uh, this Monday starting this Monday is called Outback Oil and this one's a roll-on this is from the Outback series of different products they have which is the oil that I'm going to be doing they also have a, um, a lotion and a pump bottle they also have a oil spray and they also have what they're calling magnesium pills or capsules and they also have a lip balm so the next product that I'm going to put up against that is called Blue Emu and I know many of you have seen that product on um, TV so I'm going to put that one up against this Outback oil and I will let you know next Monday how both of those products uh, worked out and then I'll match it up against two other products and so on for the next three weeks until I find which product is better out of all the ones that I'm going to try. Just a friendly reminder, don't forget that I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and I'm also on iTunes along with Facebook and Twitter. All right, then. Well, it looks like our time has come to a close for this episode. But you can find the episodes on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. This my hope these podcasts and other sources, such as product reviews that we discussed today, can help better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. Be strong, be safe, and don't give up. And also remember, it does not matter how slowly you go as long as you don't stop. Talk to you next Monday.